Welcome back to You Heard What? <gasps> this is your first episode of a midweek booster. Ouch. <laughs> I'm playing around a little bit with the format and trying to have smaller episodes where I quickly address either a headline or maybe, you know, clarify a public health or epidemiological concept. And so this is where I came up with the idea of a midweek booster, a little a little something something to, you know, sandwich between the, the rest of the week to get some quick information out there to you all. And so this week, I want to focus quickly on the CDC's MMWR report or Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. It's a weekly publication prepared by the CDC and it's all evidence-based. It's a great resource for those of us who work in public health or, you know, medicine or are an epidemiologist, etc. <laughs> it's a great place to go to. And so what I wanted to address more specifically is perhaps, you know, you heard in the news or in social media um, where Rochelle Walensky was, you know, reporting some new data they had from the MMWR. And basically she was unfortunately being misquoted due to some poor editing on the news agencies that 75% of COVID deaths were related to four or more comorbidities. And guess what? That's wrong. She wasn't wrong, no. (laughs) Rather, the way they had edited that interview and the way it was being circulated made it seem like, oh, all COVID deaths, 75% of them are among those who have four or more comorbidities. And that was not what she was actually explaining. Because remember, context is important. And I forget, I heard a friend today saying, basically, context is important because without the text, all you're left is the con. (laughs) I love that, right? So... And as always, what I'll be referencing is available on my website, so you can follow along if you wish. And so I'll be referencing the MMWR report from January 7th, 2022, so this year, <laughs> which she was referencing. And it's basically a study where they looked at data from 465 healthcare facilities in the U.S. And, you know, per the methods, they did, you know, make the note that, you know, it only really represented 20%, 20% of healthcare centers in the U.S., maybe not generalizable to the whole U.S. population, but nonetheless, it provided some great information. It was a cross-sectional study, so typically we don't usually infer risk from cross-sectional studies because we can't usually establish temporality. However, the way it was designed did kind of allow us to start thinking about risk. So, you know, the outcomes, for example, were preceded by vaccination. So meaning those who were hospitalized before being vaccinated were excluded from the study and so allows us to set up a timeline essentially to say, okay, people were first vaccinated and then eventually later caught COVID or were hospitalized because of COVID. And so it allows us to set up that timeline to say with great gumption that yes, (laughs) the outcome came after the, you know, quote unquote exposure, in which this case was vaccination. And they also reported odds ratios, which again, we don't usually refer to as risk, but again, one, because of the way it's set up and two, since the outcome of interest is pretty rare, odds ratios can actually approximate the risk ratio. But that's not what this episode's about, and I'm happy to delve into the difference between the odds ratio and risk ratio in another either booster episode or a longer episode, if you so wish. (laughs) And anyway, so the main findings, this is what I really wanted to get at in this uh, mini booster, was that so among the 1.2 million plus people who had been vaccinated in this sample, and so fully vaccinated by their definition was two doses of an mRNA vaccine or one dose of the J&J vaccine, so they excluded anyone who didn't receive a FDA either fully approved or EAU approved vaccine. Um, I think a very small sample had a booster dose already. And the sample ranged between December 2020 and October 2021. 
And among those of the 1.2 million who were vaccinated, 2,246 acquired COVID-19. So if we think about it at a population level, that's essentially, you know, 18 per 10,000 vaccinated people, which is actually not that bad. (laughs) Very unfortunate, don't get me wrong, that they contracted COVID-19, but in terms of, you know, effectiveness of the vaccine, that's pretty great. Now, of course, we do know that the vaccines were not designed to keep you immune from uh, contracting COVID-19, but rather to keep you out of the hospital. (laughs) And so among the 2,246 individuals who did contract COVID-19, 327 were hospitalized. And among those who were hospitalized, 189 had what they defined as severe COVID. So that was about 1.5 per 10,000 people. So pretty rare, right? (laughs) And among those who had severe COVID, 36 did pass away, unfortunately, but that equated to 0.3 per 10,000 or (laughs) 0.0033% of the entire 1.2 million who had been vaccinated. So again, that's 36 people among the 1.2 million who had been vaccinated who unfortunately caught COVID-19, were hospitalized, and eventually passed away from COVID-19. Now, interestingly, among those who did pass away, 15 or 41.7% actually had DNR orders, which in other words means do not resuscitate. So legally, if they are unfortunately passing away and they would otherwise require resuscitation, a DNR order tells a clinician they're not allowed to resuscitate that individual. (laughs) At least that's the way I can explain it. I'm not a clinician. (laughs) Now, the real important part is what I really want to get to, which is what she was being misquoted with, was among those who had died and were vaccinated. And so what they found was among those who were vaccinated and unfortunately passed away, 77.8% of those individuals, which was 28, actually had four or more comorbidities. And those comorbidities included you know, obesity, diabetes, those who are immunosuppressed, chronic kidney disease, chronic neurological disease, chronic cardiac disease, chronic pulmonary disease, or chronic liver disease. So imagine four or more of the above. So these are really sick people, unfortunately. And so again, it's important to note that this wasn't 77% of all people who passed away from COVID-19, but specifically those who had been vaccinated for COVID-19 who had ended up in the hospital and unfortunately passed away. And so what unfortunately was happening was the way it was edited, it made it seem like the CDC director was saying among those who had caught COVID-19, 77% had four or more comorbidities. And of course, guess what? It was fueling a lot of anti-vax sentiments to say, hey, you see, if I'm healthier, I just eat right or some other unfortunate narrative, I don't need to get vaccinated. But that's simply not true. Again, It was those who were already vaccinated, but unfortunately had these other comorbidities and unfortunately contracted COVID-19. And actually what we're seeing is among those, you know, who are quote unquote otherwise healthy, but don't get vaccinated, they catch COVID-19. And a lot of those people actually get severely ill. Some even pass away. And that's true across many age groups. And I'm happy to go into that in a deeper episode, you know, specifically looking at the outcomes among those who are unvaccinated and kind of delving into the risk factors. But that's probably something a little too long to do in a little booster episode. But again, I'm happy to do that in a longer format. Otherwise, I hope that cleared up some confusion. Hopefully, you know, if you have a friend who was like, hey, did you hear this latest data? You're like, well, actually, that was misquoted. (laughs) I have the right information for you. And, you know, this helps you clarify it for them. Otherwise, remember to hit the subscribe button if you're not already subscribed. Uh, Remember to leave a comment if you can on Apple Podcasts or if you can even do that on Spotify. I should probably check. (laughs) Otherwise, follow my new Instagram page. It's You Heard What Podcast. That's all one word. You Heard What Podcast. 
Or otherwise, you can always check out my website for a link to this episode with a link to the specific MMWR report that I was referencing and more. Otherwise, remember as always to practice good public health. So that means using your masks, washing your hands, and practicing social distancing when necessary. Otherwise, I will catch y'all later on my next episode. Again, always thanks for listening.